and welcome to The Pink Chair Show. My name is Annie Lobert, and this show is about raw, relevant, and real issues and bringing solutions to the table from a woman's perspective. Today is a great day because I have kind of an old friend in the audience and in the studio today. I've known her for about a decade. Today I have Jenea Welch. Jenea! Yay! Oh Welcome gosh. to the show. Thank you. Uh, you are such a young lady now. I know. Like, how old are you? 21 okay. and a half. And a half? Oh, you're waiting to count it down. So some of you might not know this, but Jenea was raised in a band atmosphere. Her dad is actually Brian Head Welch from Corn. Mm-hmm. So she knows all the downfalls and the up, upfalls of stardom, watching her father basically fall from grace and then God just picking them back up and witnessing everything. And because of that, which is pretty amazing, she's had her own journey. Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanted you here today because I have actually, you know, from meeting you for the first time over a decade ago, maybe it's been longer. I've just watched you grow into a different person mm -hmm. from being a young girl I can't believe you were that young when I met you and so sweet. And I, I just thought, man, she's just so cute and innocent and you just mm. seem so happy and carefree and not realizing that in the back scene of things, you were searching for significance mm -hmm. and meaning. Right. Mm -hmm. So can you kind of unpack that, Jenea, about just, you know, what it was like to be in that situation with your dad and growing mm -hmm. up and then having your mom and dad break up and mm -hmm. go for yeah. it. Um, I mean, I think the most influential, honestly, natively, in, the most influential thing that happened in my life was my mom leaving. You know, right. she, she struggled with um, childhood trauma and yeah. she just she just didn't know any better. Right. She just knew to, to flee when things get, went up. Yeah, fight, flight, or freeze. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, she left right around three, and my dad, it was the peak of where Corn was. And mm -hmm. so um, he was just like, oh, what am I going to do? I don't really have a choice. So he brought me on the road. Yeah. And, um, and he wanted to be your dad. He wanted you in, in his life. Mm -hmm, exactly. But while wanting to be my dad, he had this crazy, insane life of basically like a circus life, like living on a bus and playing yeah. the same show over and over. Did and you sleep on the bus too? I did. Did you have your own bunk? Yes. Wow. And I watched movies. It was it was there's some really good memories but there was also some hard stuff too right, right just you saw people doing drugs at all or drinking a lot not drinking a little bit um drugs no they were everyone is really good at protecting me I saw some like naked women every once in a while <laughs> of I know. course that's rock star life I know yeah chicks in the, in the crowd making out whatever and so um there was just some exposure to that stuff mm -hmm. that um, kids just shouldn't be around. But right. but my dad was doing the best that he he knew. So right. right. Did you feel like you were? Because um, I know what it's like to to have a mother's love. Because I've never not had my mom's love. Mm -hmm. But to not have that connection with your mom anymore, mm -hmm. like you used to, even though you might not have remembered it as a young girl, mm -hmm. was that did that affect you in a, a negative way? hundred percent. It affected my self-esteem, the way that I viewed relationships in general, mm -hmm. um, how I interacted with my friends and my peers and, uh, and, um, really created abandonment issues. Like, right. um, what if this person leaves Then what am I going to do? And, uh, feeling, feeling like I had to build walls to protect myself. Right. And so did you, you know, honestly think that God was real back then? Did you, 
when your dad got totally yeah. radically uh -huh. saved, were you like, mm, I don't you know, know if I'm buying this right now. That's so this funny. is so weird. Like, what's he doing? You know what? <laughs> so, so my dad found God when I was five years old, mm -hmm. six, five or six, and I thought it was just the best thing ever. I thought like. Jesus was the reason that my dad quit corn for me. You know right. what I'm saying? Like he and, and he did say that. Yeah, he needed to right. help you and save save his daughter. Exactly. And so so Jesus was this this amazing new thing that brought my dad to me again. And mm -hmm. so of course I, I like I have this memory of we were at a hotel once and I didn't have any friends with me. And mm -hmm. so I um so I pretended that Jesus was with me in the pool and I held his <laughs> hand seriously. And I was just like imagining like Jesus just playing with me in the oh, pool. And that's so, so sweet. Yeah, but I think. When I was 11 or 12, I was really starting to feel the pain and, and the trauma that I went through as a kid. Right. And I wasn't just experiencing it anymore. I, I was hurting from it, right. you know? And so that's when I started to real, like think of question Jesus and Christianity and what it even meant. And if, if it even saved my dad, if it even, you know, he was going through all sorts of um, lawsuits and right. everyone he loved left, you know what I'm saying? And so, and I was like, okay, so if, if God, if this is, if the reason why my dad left was because of God, why would I want to follow God anymore? Because right, right. it brought all this pain. Yeah. So part of following God, we all know now is we follow Jesus because we follow him because we believe that he died for our sins and also that our life will be eternal with him. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> part of that guarantee is that we will not be subject to, we're, we're not going to be having a perfect life because mm -hmm. we're here in the, in the world. And mm -hmm. so there's a lot of sin here and there's a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. And that's the hard part to accept. That's mm -hmm. where a lot of people, most Christians fall off. I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's like you were seeing it from a child perspective anyway. Mm -hmm. And you know what's, what's really great about that is that I, I, I believe that Jesus saw right where your heart was and, and he understood it. A hundred percent. And, and mm -hmm. I know you started to, you know, question if Jesus was real, right? And you just, you started, started to do your own journey. Mm -hmm. And so when we come back, I want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And it, it wasn't a pushing of your dad. It wasn't a pushing of anyone around you mm -mm. per se, right? Mm -hmm. It was like a something happened in your heart, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Where you were like, I got to get down to the bottom of this. Yeah. 100%. And dig it out and just cut it off. 100%. So we'll talk about that when we get back. You guys cannot miss this. We are going to discuss what happened with Jenea's heart and how Jesus came into the center of her heart and changed her life for good. Be right back. Hi, I'm Annie LaBert from The Pink Chair Show. Some of you might know about our ministry. It's called Hookers for Jesus. Yes, Hookers for Jesus, based on Matthew 4:19. I will teach you how to fish for people. Because listen, everyone, ladies and even young boys and young men are trapped in sex trafficking. It's in our own backyards. It's in Las Vegas. It might be even your own city. You won't even realize it could be someone next door that's being trafficked. And I started this ministry in 2005, reaching out to the ladies that were just like me, that needed help to get away from their traffickers and into a safe place. And that's how Destiny House program was created. And it's a place where girls can come and dream again and get rid of their nightmares, discover who they are, and develop into the women of God that God originally planned for them for their ultimate destiny to go outside and change the world for good. 
and every single day we are in need of donations and volunteers. It is not free to run this program. The ladies have 24-7 care. At the Destiny House, ladies have a chance to heal from their complex trauma. We have cooking, equine therapy, artwork, classes, life skills, Bible studies, everything that girls need to heal from their trauma. We are in need of donations all the time. We're in need of new partners. If you'd like to donate to our organization and help these ladies restore their lives back to society, you can go to hookersforjesus.net and click on Donate. It'll take you to PayPal or SecureGive. And we are just so thankful for your partnership and helping us all be a part of ending sex trafficking. Hi, and welcome back to the Pink Chair Show. Today is such an awesome day because I have in the studio a beautiful, intelligent, creative, and fantastic woman of God. I met her when she was not a woman yet. She was still a teenager. Her name is Jenea Welch. And Jenea, I'm just so happy you're here. That was a, a most amazing intro. That's right. It's <laughs> flattery, you. girl, and it's real because you are that person. Thank you. You know, ever since the day I met you, I just remember you just being so sweet. And it's like you had always in your heart like this. It was like an innocent motive. You never wanted to do anything crazy. And that's like... Yeah, when, when things started kind of going where you were trying to search where Jesus was and is he real, mm -hmm. I honestly, I was like, you know, she's going to find her way. She's going to make it. Mm -hmm. Even though it, the stats say a lot of rock stars and let's say actors and people that are very famous, their kids and even pastors, right? Mm. The oh. pastor's children usually end up in a really bad place trying to find their way. And that's mm -hmm. normal. That's so normal. Mm -hmm. And then some of them, unfortunately, and I, I could I could name a bunch of different famous people where their sons or daughters took their own lives. Yeah. And I'm so happy that you didn't do that. <laughs> Thank you. So I mean, you. you're yeah. here and you're in the flesh and, and it's like, yes, God did something great. So tell us, we talked about this before the break, about how Jesus got a hold of your heart mm -hmm. and you started to really, really see his love for you. Mm-hmm. I was so stubborn. He, <laughs> I, he used all these ways to to try to get to me and try to um, reach me for me and not just through my dad or whoever was trying to uh, in, be an impact, you know, because right. I uh, I heard it all, you know what I'm saying? And I You're like, I, don't tell me anymore. I already know that. Seriously. I've, <laughs> and so I wanted something that was that was real and and attainable mm -hmm. and um I, I wanted something that I could see the progress mm -hmm. instead of just people telling me on the surface. I wanted, right. I wanted real, I wanted connection. And so, um, oh my God. What happened to you? Because you there know you what, go. remember you ended up going somewhere mm -hmm. because you just knew that you couldn't do it by yourself. Yeah. And your dad wanted you to do that too, didn't mm -hmm. he? Right. So my dad found a boarding school uh -huh. called Awakening Youth yes. in Lafayette, Indiana. Um, it's Tiffany Claywell's the founder. And she's awesome. I've met her. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. And she's um, her heart is just for teenagers who have lost a parent to mm -hmm. addiction, divorce, death, or adoption. And so I, I qualified, <laughs> basically. And so... Um, my dad met Tiffany and was just like, can you take her? And, and how so old were you? I was 14. Yeah. Okay. That's so. when things were starting to go. Woo, 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 yeah. Woo. Just. And what were some of the things you were doing? Like, were you 
dressing different? What were you, were you acting different? What were you doing? Um, well, um, depression was pretty was yeah. pretty heavy. Just um, staying up all night, waking up yeah. at one o'clock. Um, self harm, right. um, cutting, burning. You know, yeah. just uh, trying to get the pain out. Yeah, exactly. Because I didn't have the words yeah. to say it, and yeah. so um, yeah, just complex some of those. trauma. Yeah, that's a, you know that's a subset of complex trauma mm -hmm. that you were experiencing. That so it doesn't mean there was something wrong with you. You were just manifesting. Mm -hmm. that pain and the only way that you understood how to do it. Yeah. And isn't it crazy because in the Bible it talks about the the man that was in the cave, that mm -hmm. was in, you know, in the Gadarenes, he was like cutting himself. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? He mm -hmm. was cutting himself. Wow. And he was, he said he wasn't in his right mind. Mm -hmm. So is, is it possible that that man that Jesus freed had some emotional trauma, mm -hmm. terrible complex trauma issues and that he just couldn't, he couldn't, figure it out and Jesus came and set him free. So, mm -hmm. so in other words, you kind of, you kind of would like a female version of him in a way mm. without realizing it probably that you're just like, you started cutting yourself and depressed, stayed up all night. And so what was it like when your dad presented this to you? Cause were you willing or were you like, not going to that school? Literally he, <laughs> he didn't even tell me we were going until we were in the building. Well, actually, Oh, and Bill, <laughs> I would have been mad at him, dude. Uh -uh. Well, you know what? It was actually like a home. Um, and so we, uh, we met people all over. We were just, we always traveled and saw people. So he said, uh, we're going to see some friends. Okay, whatever. And so I met Tiffany. She showed us around. And then he was like, Janaya, you're going to stay here. And so lost my mind, whatever. Because it, it triggered pain in me that I was yeah. being abandoned. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And so, um, so it took me a while to really accept it. Okay, so he <laughs> told you. And then you saw the house and, and you got shown your room, right? Basically, well, and when he left, what happened? Were you screaming and tra chasing the car? I mean, I, I want to know what happened. Like, no, I was. Um, I think after I had a meltdown, of course, when mm -hmm. he told me, I tried. I was like looking for exits, and um, after the anger came, it was mm -hmm. just sadness, mm -hmm. you know. And so I just accepted it. I was right. just like, okay, like I, I almost craved it. I almost craved it because I wanted friends my age that loved right. me for me and not just Head's daughter. I wanted consistency and going to school and stuff. I wanted that, but but I also liked the um I almost liked being depressed. I almost because it felt comfortable. Yes, it's a pillow. Yeah. No matter what anyone mm -hmm. says about depression, no one will understand it unless they've actually been there. Mm -hmm. And it's been their friend. Depression's been their friend because right. it never leaves us because mm -hmm. we don't want it to at the time. We're yeah. like, it's our friend and we're not going to let it go. Yeah. And so you, you met new friends that were your age. And mm -hmm. did they know that you were Brian's daughter or did that was that a secret that was kept for a while? Um, actually, yeah, they did. And it didn't change anything. They just they because they didn't really know who Corn was. And so um it was just like, oh, that's Jenea, you know? And so they loved me for me and that's mm -hmm. all I wanted. And right. so, yeah. And then what was it like? Like you, you said that you got there and I know this is going to take a minute for you to unwrap. So we'll come back. But I wanted to just know when was the first time you surrendered? Do you mm -hmm. remember? Like where you're like, mm -hmm. Jesus, take the wheel all the way. Mm -hmm. um, actually, it was within the first month of me being there. I remember I was in my bunk bed. So one room full of 12 girls <laughs> and I was writing it in my notebook and I just said, I wrote, I wish I had the notebook, but I said, um, Jesus, like I want, I want the childlike relationship mm -hmm. that I used to have with you. You know, I'm tired. I of, want it back. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of do, trying to do things on my own right. because it's not working. And right. so I just asked him and 
um, since then, it's just been incredible, just incredible. Wow. Okay, that's awesome because it sounds like, I mean, this is what happens to new, newer Christians sometimes is as soon as you pray, you get what you ask for. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and Jenea, that might not happen all the time in the way that it did, but I'm so happy that it did happen because I actually have prayed that prayer too. Mm -hmm. Even recently, uh -huh. uh, I was with my girlfriends in the car after a strip club outreach. Mm -hmm. We were up in Minnesota and I said, ladies, let's pray. And one of the things that came to mind was I said, God, bring that, bring back the joy of my salvation. Mm. Like, like the childlike faith, like mm -hmm. bring back what I felt when I first met you mm. because it was so awesome, mm -hmm. right? What that feeling is, is better than drugs, like better mm -hmm. than sex, anything. It's like, boom, you know, not that you would know anything about that, but <laughs> yeah, so we'll come back. You guys don't want to miss. We're going to talk about what Janae is doing now that she's a lady, 21 years old, woman of God. See you soon. <music> Hi, I'm Annie Lobert from The Pink Chair Show. I wrote a book called Fallen Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior. And actually, Fallen was my old name when I used to work on the Las Vegas Strip as a sex trafficking victim. This book also was written in Spanish. And we also have the audio book that is all available on our website. If you click on the picture of the book, You'll hear me narrate the entire story. The story is about my journey being a sex trafficking victim from total wrecked life to complete restoration in Jesus. And out of my journey came a wonderful ministry called Hookers for Jesus. You heard that right. Hookers for Jesus based on Matthew 419. I will teach you how to fish for people. I was going to the strip, picking up ladies that needed help to get away from their traffickers, and there was nowhere to put them. So we created the Destiny House program. And it's a place where ladies can come and dream, discover, and develop who they are and the purposes and plans God has for them in their life. We always are in need of volunteers and donations. It's not free to run this home. We are a nonprofit, and we would love for you to partner with us. You can go to hookersforjesus.net and simply click on the PayPal or the Secure Give Donate button. We would love for you to join us in the fight against sex trafficking in Las Vegas and in our country. Thank you. Welcome back to the Pink Chair Show and I'm Annie. And today I have Jenea Welch in the audience studio. And I just wanted to, Jenea, thank you so much for coming on because your story is so powerful. Because I think that one of the things that I love about it is that the reconciliation between not just you and Jesus, but you and your dad. Mm -hmm. It's so important. So we were talking about you writing while you're in the boarding house, mm -hmm. Awakening Youth, which is a great program. Everyone look it up. It's in Indiana. And you were writing down, Jesus, I just want that relationship I had with you, that same relationship I had with you when I was little. Mm -hmm. And so he pretty much answered your prayers like right away. Or was it like a gradual oh. daily so gradual and daily and learning and pain and crying and a lot of counseling went into it too. Right. You know, um, I think Jesus really showed himself through Tiffany, my, my counselor, my mentor. Like she was like a, a mom figure to you, Basically, auntie, a big sister. Yeah. And you know, her being, her being consistent in my mm -hmm. life and being open to talking about real things that we, that I went through. Um, Jesus really showed himself through, through that. 
Yeah, the love of God. I mean, literally mm-hmm. the love of God. Yeah. And so no matter what, even though you strayed, I mean, it says in Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for those who love God and are called according to their purposes. And I really believe that, you know, your, your dad and your relationship is just a total testimony to mm-hmm. God's love and how he wants to have a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. And so you went through that program and then you, you graduated, right? Mm-hmm. And so what were you thinking about? Like, what should I do with my life? I mean, did you end up touring with your dad? I know you guys filmed, you guys mm-hmm. just got done doing that movie about a year ago. Oh, we st- crazy we st- loud love. I love that name, by the way. L- loud crazy love or loud crazy love. Loud crazy love. What what does that pertain to, by the way? What does that mean to you? Um, loud crazy love just means not giving up on the people that you love and um, being persistent and knowing that there's hope. Right, and so you're not saying no to them, even if they act crazy or. You know, it's kind of like the girls at the Destiny House. Like if someone messes up, we just don't automatically throw them away and mm-hmm. say, oh, well, you're worthless now and you you won't matter anymore because you don't do what I want to do. So because yeah. that God's love isn't like that. Yep. His love is unconditional mm-hmm. and he sees us right where we're at. So he saw you right where you were at and he saw, he. I mean, he sees the end from the beginning, like your rebellion. And I remember that stage and I told you earlier when you first sat down, oh my gosh, you're 21, Janaea. Like seriously, when I was 21 in Las Vegas... I was being sex trafficked. Mm -hmm. Was I even thinking about Jesus? No. Mm. I cannot imagine the wonderful things that are ahead of you in your future. Seriously. Because you're 21 and you like literally have your whole life ahead of you. So I, I, that's what I wanted to ask you was, what is your next steps? Like you guys, you did this movie about your, Mm -hmm. just about your whole story growing up in corn, Mm -hmm. being corn's daughter and being in the limelight, you know, in the pictures and, uh, traveling with the band and witnessing things and then seeing your dad make a change and you're just mm-hmm. like, whoa, is this real? Is it not? And then you finally, because of his journey, because what if he never went through that journey? Would mm-hmm. you be who you are now? Like, I can't imagine what mm-hmm. would happen to you. I mean, I think God is so big and he, he would have weaved his way somehow, but yeah, it would have been a very different scenario. Um, and we don't know. Like I yeah. said earlier, you, you could have ended up a, a drug addict. You could have ended up, you know, pregnant. Mm-hmm. Or who I mean, knows, who homeless, knows? on the street, you know, it, it, trafficked, who knows? Mm-hmm. Vulnerability sets in when you're hurting. Mm-hmm. And so you were healed from, and, and we're all still healing, from trauma, mm-hmm. complex trauma. You went to counseling and thank God for Awakening Youth. That mm-hmm. they, they, I, it's what an awesome program. And, mm-hmm. I, and I've met the founder and she came to, you ladies came to Destiny House that day and she's wonderful. Tiffany's great. Yeah. And so you decided to do what after you graduated? Well, um, I realized that I really loved um, the arts, you know, and I really wanted to, <laughs> I really wanted to share my story of hope and redemption. And so um, I went into, well, th- there's a college called Full Sail University and um, I took creative writing for entertainment. And so I'm almost done with my bachelor's. Wow. So. And so how many years you've been going? Um, since 2016. Wow. Right so when I finished school. Three years almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's at the end of this year and you're, you're going to have your bachelor's soon. And how hard has it been for you? Like, have you, did you ever feel like giving up at all? Oh, all the like, time. Oh my gosh. Just do, how many things, do I, how many, uh, dissertations do I have to do now? <laughs> yeah. What? Right. How many term yeah. papers? Do I, what? Especially being so young. And even when you turn 18, it's like, oh gosh, there's so much anxiety about what, how you're going to make money. What are you going to do? Who are you going to marry? You know, just things. And right, so, right. um, it was very hard, but I made it through. And you're single. 
I'm actually dating a boy right now. You so, are? Yeah, I am. Oh my gosh. Does everyone know already? <laughs> he's sweet. His name is Zach. Okay. And he's, he's also a musician and he's okay. amazing. He's so sweet. That's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, God can restore anything. And I, I mm -hmm. wanted you to uh, also, you know, share about what do you think uh, that you really want to do? Like mm -hmm. you want to do with your life. Like mm -hmm. obviously you're an artist, you want to write, mm -hmm. but you were telling me something backstage. You, you'd like to speak. Mm -hmm. You'd like to share your story with everyone and, Absolutely. and, and help people. Like yeah. now your heart is to help other girls like you, yeah. or it could be a young kid, young boys that are struggling with the parents being Absolutely. gone and being addicted. Cause we know that the biggest drug nowadays is heroin and meth combined. Mm. So that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. So if anyone wants to find you, they, they need to go where? Um, well, if you go to Instagram or Facebook, just find me uh, under Janaea Welch and just message me under there. And okay. um, also awakeningyouth.org, you can also reach me um, through the, the boarding school organizations. So. That's awesome. Okay, so the last thing. I mm -hmm. know this is like a stressful thing, but maybe not for you. Uh, what could you say to, let's say it's a girl your age that when you were struggling... Mm -hmm. that just wants to give up and she's depressed and the depression is her pillow now mm -hmm. and she's cutting herself and she's just stuck and she wants to run away. Mm -hmm. What would you say to her? You can talk to that camera and tell that camera if she's mm -hmm. out there right now and she needs to hear what you have to say, Jenea, because mm -hmm. what you've been through is so important and it mm -hmm. means so much. And I know that Jesus is going to speak through you. So tell them, Thank you. you tell them mm -hmm. what they need to know about Jesus and what he's done for mm -hmm. you. Well, I would just say, Oh gosh, I would just, one, I would just hold her little hands and just Aww. be like, girl, I've been there and you are not alone in your feelings and how you feel is okay. And you are, um, you are valued and you're worth fighting for. And so just don't give up. Just reach out to people. If you're hurting, reach out and don't be afraid to, because there's going to be someone who understands and find inspiration, you know, like if, if you feel like you don't understand Jesus and God and what does he even mean and you've you never even heard of it before or you've heard it your whole life and you want to try something new and it feels stale, just find inspiration, you know, find something, something that gives you joy and follow it. And if you can't find that, find someone who has a passion and a joy and, and follow them until you find your own. That's what I would say. That's so good. You Thank are you. such a shining example of love and his beauty. You are such Thank a you. gorgeous person, girl. I <laughs> love you. you. Thanks for coming on today. You guys, I am just so happy that Janea came on today. Make sure you tune in. We have some exciting guests in the future. Thank you for tuning in to the Pink Chair Show. As some of you might already know, I actually have a book called fallen out of the sex industry and into the arms of the savior. And this is a story reads like a movie about my life being sex trafficked on the Las Vegas strip. And I also have an audio version of it as well. This is recorded in my own voice and we have the book in Spanish. This is all on Amazon. You can go to our website at hookersforjesus.net. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about was we have a ministry called Hookers for Jesus is an outreach on the Las Vegas Strip in the Las Vegas Valley to women that have been sex trafficked. We're always in need of volunteers, but more importantly, to keep this home going because there's 24-7 care of trauma victims, we need donations. You can go to, if you're interested, 
to hookersforjesus.net and you will see the donate button. Just click on that. It'll take you to PayPal or SecureGive. Thanks, you guys. Uh -huh.